0: Welcome to BFC Live, the daily video and podcast series of Business of Cannabis. BFC Live highlights the company's brands, people, and trends driving the global cannabis sector. Learn more at businessofcannabis.com. Coming up on this BFC Live, we connect with Baby in Monaco. He is the CEO of Gage Cannabis. We wanted to connect with him about their presence in Michigan, how that rollout is going, and if that portends, larger rollouts throughout the U.S. Fabian, thanks for being here.
1: Thank you very much for having me on.
0: I'm a big fan of Michigan. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk a lot about Michigan today because obviously you're with Gage. Uh, you run the show. Um, I like Michigan. I like Dak Shepard, who's from Michigan. Um, I, I'm not going to pledge my allegiance to either Michigan State or University of Michigan, but... Um, I know that that's dangerous territory, probably for you you as well. So I won't do that.
1: Don't
0: do that. I won't do that. People will just tune out the conversation right away. Uh, But I want to talk about uh, Michigan as a market. I want to talk about your positioning in the market. I want to talk about, um, you know, is Michigan, engage in Michigan, a model for what others should be thinking about in other states? You ready for that? Sure. Let's do it. Before we do any of that, actually, before we talk about it, give, give me a, give me a, couple minutes on your background in the sector because I know it's, um, it predates mine, but also I think people will be really interested in sort of the backstory.
1: Yeah, no for sure. I mean I used to be, uh, used to be a lawyer then I went into investment banking and uh, you know, was really, really lucky to join a team that had just brought Tweed public. And then they brought Tweed public I think four or five months before I had joined them. And because of that, got to work on a lot of firsts in the industry. It was, you know, I was part of the healthcare group there, and cannabis fell, uh, fell under the healthcare group because it was medical cannabis at the time in Canada. And again, got to work on a lot of the firsts of the industry when Tweed acquired Bedrocan, the first $100 million financing, uh, the first IPO. Uh, so I was really blessed with those types of opportunities and, and, and frankly, never looked back. And so I've been in this industry for more on the capital market side for the past seven, eight years now, I visited, I don't know how many cultivation assets and retail locations over that time period. And so a little while ago, um, about three and a half years ago, met two fantastic operators and uh, really joined forces, myself and my former colleagues at XIB Financial. I joined forces on the, with them Sorry to create Gage. And again, never look back. I've been the president and director since inception and obviously got, uh, got moved to CEO role before we went public and uh couldn't be happier couldn't the rest is happy. history as they say exactly or, or exactly. you're
0: making history now and, and talk a little bit about it because because obviously uh uh huge presence presence in michigan talk a little bit about the presence in michigan but also maybe michigan as a market because um i think it's striking like we're i'm in downtown toronto and we think about the canadian market a lot but thinking about the actual size of like a state like michigan and the market size it's just, it's almost another level even compared to like the biggest provinces here.
1: Yeah, so, you know, Michigan has 10 million, you know, plus strong people there, over, over 70% of the people are of age to consume, right? So already you have such a good addressable market to start. Then you take a look at their consumption habits. They've, they've, they've been consuming cannabis from a legal standpoint since 2008. The caregiver model came into play there, similar to the MMAR in Canada when that got introduced and it was actually a pretty robust program i think michigan at its height at one point had close to 400,000 medical patients and right now they're hovering in and around you know 250,000 so you have this really really strong you know medical patient base at you know as, as a platform for the program generally and so when the new you know rules got introduced in 2017 and obviously the adult use rules in 2018 and then obviously thereafter you know the first sale of, of rec cannabis on december 1st 2019 you know, we, kind of, we kind of knew that Michigan was going to be a force to be reckoned with essentially because of those you know, strong consumption habits, mainly because that addressable market had been going to a dispensary for, for the past decade. You know, it wasn't something new to them. It was something that where you, know, you already had phenomenal operators in that particular market as well. You had great, great products, some of the best indoor grown product in the country. And so you know, once they went adult use, it just exploded, right? 2019 probably outside of the top 10 when you look at monthly sales or run rate or total sales for that year now jump to 2020 they're number six right behind illinois i think it was only 15 million right under illinois and illinois gets fantastic fanfare everybody loves illinois all the mso's talk about how great it is but no one talks about michigan right and then now look at 2021 michigan's already the third largest you know cannabis market in terms of run rate Beating out Illinois, you know, pretty consistently here, and more importantly, really, really catching up to to, to Colorado. Uh, we'll never catch, you know, California as a market. Uh, that's you know the illustrious market uh, of, of cannabis, and you know, very difficult. But I think you know Michigan has a has a really, really strong chance to be that number two run rate market, if not number two for the whole year uh, by the end of this year.
0: It's 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 exciting because it's it's hard to. Position Michigan under the radar because it's such a prominent state, certainly in the Midwest. Uh, b- but as you said, like Illinois getting gets a lot of love. Um, but but this is another part of what I want to sort of talk to you about is like, you know, we have Michigan. There's Illinois. Uh, we just did an event in South Dakota uh, that that legalized last year, notwithstanding their governor who apparently doesn't believe their voters. Yeah. Um, but you know, we were starting to look at these these states in the Midwest, and we're looking at certainly New York and New Jersey, like the, the center of gravity. I'm this is my thesis, is moving from California and Colorado. Obviously, important markets and the, the history there is really important. But thinking about the next wave of markets, certainly Michigan, Illinois, and then East. Um, like are you, are you looking at the model that Gage has done in Michigan and saying, we're gonna take this model, cut it and paste it somewhere else because we know what we're doing. We're really good operators. We have brands people like and love, like how, how do we sort of move beyond Michigan even though Michigan is huge, like where where is next, I guess?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, we'll, we'll be pretty prudent with our strategy really following a similar model to truly executing in one state. It's a, it's a massive state in terms of just market size. So there's plenty of you know wood to chop there. And we'll continue to you know execute on our plan for Michigan. But I think as we approach near the end of the year, really looking to branch out into another state. And similar to what you said, you know, our our, our growing techniques have been pretty consistent, especially you know, the operators have been kind of growing this way since you know the caregiver days uh, for them. So, you know, pretty consistent growing techniques. When you look at our retail, you know, we now operate nine retail locations, have really honed in. You know, we've only been in operation for A little over 18 months as a company. You know, through those 18 months, obviously, have learned a lot and have ballooned to now, you know, nine different locations and hopefully 20 by the end of the year, which is aggressive, you know, time uh, timeline for us in terms of openings, but you know, one that we still feel pretty confident on. And so, with that expertise, uh, especially in a competitive market like Michigan we feel really, really confident, you know, transplanting, you know, what we have in Michigan into another state like Illinois or Massachusetts and actually performing extremely well right off the bat. We have that expertise at retail, we have that expertise at cultivation. We do a good job, obviously, you know, with our brand as one of the more well-recognized brands in the space, regardless of just being kind of home to Michigan. Uh, So we're pretty bullish on, you know, what we can do in other states, uh, especially those that surround um, uh, Michigan generally, Illinois, Maryland, uh, Ohio, you know, New Jersey, New York, Massachusetts—these are all phenomenal, phenomenal markets. Um, I would say quasi-similar consumption habits. You know, Michigan I think is king in terms of consumption habits, but again, quasi-similar, similar demographics as well. So, really, really bullish on that Midwest Northeast style of you know strategy for us as we progress here, and probably something you'll see from us as we as we expand. But again, keep in mind right now, I would say. You know, there are so many states out there that that present a great opportunity uh, in, in cannabis. Uh, you see phenomenal consumption habits across you know the country, and so we're actively looking at a variety of opportunities. And and like I said, hope to hopefully we'll execute on one soon. But still have plenty of work to do in Michigan. It turns
0: out people love weed. Doesn't really matter what state they're in. Maybe they don't love it as much as people in Michigan, but they really do oh, love it. And yeah. I actually <laughs> think it's it's interesting because I we just did a, um, uh, a conversation in Connecticut, and 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 what came up is that now that Massachusetts is legal and going, now that New York is certainly on the path, states like Michigan, and uh, sorry, states like Connecticut, and I think in the Midwest, it's gonna be the same. It's like, you don't, not to say you don't have a choice as a state, but like, you really don't have a choice as a state. You either do it and do it how you want it, or people in your state will go to Michigan and go to a gauge store and buy what they want from, exactly Indiana, right? Like yeah. they'll go to Chicago. Like th- these things will happen. And, and the, the arc of history is bending against people standing in the way. Um, and I guess that, that presents the, the exciting part of the opportunity, like here in the Canadian landscape, like we see the trajectory, we see the markets growing and, and like eventually you hit sort of the, st- the steady state uh, of, of what the industry is going to be. And the steady state is so far away in the States. There's so many question marks, so many States to like, it's just, there's lots of growth ahead. Um, and it seems to me, and I'm not shining you on because we sort of pay attention to what's happening but like taking over a state like Gage has in Michigan is a pretty good model.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, uh, we we like to think so, especially when you're when you're going after a state that size, right? So it's it's one thing to say, hey, you know, I'm going to go after not, not not I'm just using it as an example, not to actually knock the state, but let's say Maryland, right? So a little bit of a smaller place, obviously a little bit of a smaller medical program right now could be potentially wreck in the future, but you know, right now Michigan, huge medical patient base historically, already wreck, already you know, kind of third third largest. Uh, cannabis market in the us today monthly so for us if we can be the best in that you know particular state i think you know it's a tremendous opportunity for you know us our shareholders you know our key stakeholders to really be part of something that's extremely successful and then more importantly you're just just a great target for potentially another bigger company to come and say hey i need to have presence i need to have this for my brand um, in this particular state, because it is the number two or number three state right now, or even let's call it, let's be conservative and say it's the number five state right over the next little while. That's still phenomenal. And something I think was going to be particularly attractive to a lot of companies out there.
0: I think so as well. And Fabian, I want to thank you for making time, uh, cause it's always good to connect with folks. Um, making waves, but also like dominating certain markets. And so thank you for your time. We look forward to connecting with you down the road as uh, as the world of COVID opens up, hopefully. Sure. Um, and as we're like allowed to go to a, a Gage store, uh, 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 you know, uh, all the, we'll take a tour of all the Great Lakes dispensaries uh, in and around um, Canada. And we'll, uh, we'll we'll do a dip into Michigan and we'll visit you guys there. But thank you for Please your time. Do. We look forward to connect with you down the road.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, Shave. Thanks a lot for having me on. You guys-
0: this is Fabian Monaco, the CEO of Gage Cannabis. If you like this podcast, please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. to help support the work we do. We're able to do what we do because of our ongoing partners, including Alternative Savings, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, Gallagher, Headset, and Torquemains. Find out all that we do at Business of Cannabis.